Nehemiah chapter 5 About that time there was a great outcry from the people and their wives against their fellow Jews. Some were saying, We and our sons and daughters are numerous. We must get grain in order to eat and stay alive. Others were saying, We are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards, and our homes to get grain during the famine. Still others were saying, We have borrowed money to pay the king's tax on our fields and vineyards. We and our children are just like our countrymen and their children, yet we are subjecting our sons and daughters to slavery. Some of our daughters are already enslaved, but we are powerless to redeem them because our fields and vineyards belong to others. When I heard their outcry and these complaints, I became extremely angry, and after serious thought I rebuked the nobles and officials, saying, You are exacting usury from your own brothers. So I called a large assembly against them and said, We have done our best to buy back our Jewish brothers who were sold to foreigners, but now you are selling your own brothers, that they may be sold back to us. But they remained silent, for they could find nothing to say. So I continued, What you are doing is not right. Shouldn't you walk in the fear of our God to avoid the reproach of our foreign enemies? I, as well as my brothers and my servants, have been lending the people money and grain. Please, let us stop this usury. Please restore to them immediately their fields, vineyards, olive groves, and houses, along with the percentage of the money, grain, new wine, and oil that you have been assessing them. We will restore it, they replied, and will require nothing more from them. We will do as you say. So I summoned the priest and required of the nobles and officials an oath that they would do what they had promised. I also shook out the folds of my robe and said, May God likewise shake out of his house and possession every man who does not keep this promise. May such a man be shaken out and have nothing. The whole assembly said, Amen, and they praised the Lord, and the people did as they had promised. Furthermore, from the day King Artaxerxes appointed me to be their governor in the land of Judah, from his twentieth year until his thirty-second year, twelve years total, neither I nor my brothers ate the food allotted to the governor. The governors before me had heavily burdened the people, taking from them bread and wine plus forty shekels of silver. Their servants also oppressed the people, but I did not do this because of my fear of God. Instead, I devoted myself to the construction of the wall, and all my servants were gathered there for the work. We did not acquire any land. There were 150 Jews and officials at my table, besides the guests from the surrounding nations. Each day one ox, six choice sheep, and some fowl were prepared for me, and once every ten days an abundance of all kinds of wine was provided. But I did not demand the food allotted to the governor, because the burden on the people was so heavy. Remember me favorably, O my God, for all that I've done for this people. Chapter 6 When Sambalit, Tobiah, Geshem the Arab, and the rest of our enemies heard that I had rebuilt the wall, and not a gap was left, though to that time I had not yet installed the doors and the gates, Sambalit and Geshem sent me this message, Come, let us meet together in one of the villages on the plain of Ono. But they were planning to harm me. So I sent messengers to them, saying, I am doing a great work and cannot come down. Why should the work stop while I leave it to go down to you? 
four times they sent me the same message, and each time I gave the same reply. The fifth time, Sambalet sent me the same message by his young servant, who had in his hand an unsealed letter that read, It is reported among the nations, and Geshem agrees, that you and the Jews are plotting to revolt, and this is why you are building the wall. According to these reports, you are to become their king, and you have even appointed prophets in Jerusalem to proclaim on your behalf, There is a king in Judah. Soon these rumors will reach the ears of the king, so come, let us confer together. Then I sent him this reply, There is nothing to these rumors you are spreading. You are inventing them in your own mind. For they were all trying to frighten us, saying, Their hands will be weakened in the work, and it will never be finished. But now, my God, strengthen my hands. Later I went to the house of Shemaiah, son of Delaiah, the son of Mehetabel, who was confined to his house. He said, Let us meet at the house of God inside the temple. Let us shut the temple doors, because they are coming to kill you by night. They are coming to kill you. But I replied, Should a man like me run away? Should one like me go into the temple to save his own life? I will not go. I realized that God had not sent him, but that he had uttered this prophecy against me because Tobiah and Sanballat had hired him. He had been hired to intimidate me so that I would sin by doing as he suggested so they could give me a bad name in order to discredit me. Oh my God, remember Tobiah and Sanballat for what they have done and also... Noadiah, the prophetess, and the other prophets who tried to intimidate me. So the wall was completed in fifty-two days, on the twenty-fifth of Elul. When all the enemies heard about this, all the surrounding nations were afraid and disheartened, for they realized that this task had been accomplished by our God. Also in those days the nobles of Judah sent many letters to Tobiah, and Tobiah's letters came back to them, for many in Judah were bound by oath to him, since he was a son-in-law of Shechaniah, son of Era, and his son, Jehonanan, had married the daughter of Meshulam, son of Berechiah. Moreover, these nobles kept reporting to me Tobiah's good deeds, and they relayed my words to him, and Tobiah sent letters to intimidate me. Chapter 7 When the wall had been rebuilt, and I had set the doors in place, the gatekeepers, singers, and Levites were appointed. Then I put my brother, Hanani, in charge of Jerusalem, along with Hananiah, the commander of the fortress, because he was a faithful man who feared God more than most. And I told them, Do not open the gates of Jerusalem until the sun is hot. While the guards are on duty, keep the doors shut and securely fastened. And appoint the residents of Jerusalem as guards, some at their posts and some at their own homes. Now the city was large and spacious, but there were few people in it and the houses had not yet been rebuilt. Then my God put it into my heart to assemble the nobles, the officials, and the people to be enrolled by genealogy. I found the genealogical register of those who had first returned, and I found the following written in it. These are the people of the province who came up from the captivity of the exiles carried away to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar, its king. They returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to his own town, accompanied by Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Remiah, Nahamani, Mordecai, Bilshan, Misperath, Bigvai, Nahum, and Benah. This is the count of the men of Israel, the descendants of Parosh, 2172, 
The descendants of Shephatiah, 372. The descendants of Era, 652. The descendants of Pahath-Moab, through the line of Jeshua and Joab, 2,818. The descendants of Elam, 1,254. The descendants of Zatu, 845. The descendants of Zakai, 760. The descendants of Benui, 648. The descendants of Bebai, 628. The descendants of Asgad, 2,322. The descendants of Adonikam, 667. The descendants of Bigvai, 2,067. The descendants of Adin, 655. The descendants of Atir, through Hezekiah, 98. The descendants of Hashum, 328. The descendants of Bezai, 324. The descendants of Harif, 112. The descendants of Gibeon, 95. The men of Bethlehem and Netophah, 188. The men of Anathoth, 128. The men of Beth Asmaveth, 42. The men of Kiriath Jearim, Shephira, and Beeroth, 743. The men of Ramah and Geba, 621. The men of Michmash, 122. The men of Bethel and Ai, 123. The men of the other Nebo, 52. The descendants of the other Elam, 1,254. The descendants of Harim, 320. The men of Jericho, 345. The men of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 721. The descendants of Sana, 3,930. The priests, the descendants of Jediah, through the house of Jeshua, 973. The descendants of Emer, 1,052. The descendants of Peshur, 1,247. And the descendants of Harim, 1,017. The Levites, the descendants of Jeshua, through Kadmiel, through the line of Hodava, 74. The singers, the descendants of Asaph, 148. The gatekeepers, the descendants of Shalom, the descendants of Atur, the descendants of Talman, the descendants of Akub, the descendants of Hatita, and the descendants of Shobai, 138 in all. The temple servants, the descendants of Ziha, the descendants of Hasupa, the descendants of Taboath, the descendants of Keros, the descendants of Sia, the descendants of Padon, the descendants of Lebanon, the descendants of Hagabah, the descendants of Shammai, the descendants of Hanan, the descendants of Gedil, the descendants of Gehar, the descendants of Riyah, the descendants of Rezin, the descendants of Nekoda, the descendants of Gazam, the descendants of Uzzah, the descendants of Paseah, the descendants of Basai, the descendants of Menuhim, the descendants of Nephishesim, the descendants of Bakbuk, the descendants of Hakupa, the descendants of Harher, the descendants of Bazlith, the descendants of Mahida, the descendants of Harsha, the descendants of Barkos, the descendants of Sisera, the descendants of Tema, the descendants of Neziah, and the descendants of Hatifa, the descendants of the servants of Solomon, the descendants of Sotai, the descendants of Sophereth, the descendants of Perida, the descendants of Jela, the descendants of Darkon, the descendants of Gedel, 
the descendants of Shephatiah, the descendants of Hatil, the descendants of Pokereth Hezabam, and the descendants of Ammon. The temple servants and descendants of the servants of Solomon numbered 392 in all. The following came up from Talmala, Telharsha, Shereb, Adan, and Emer, but could not prove that their families were descended from Israel. The descendants of Delaiah, the descendants of Tobiah, the descendants of Nekoda, 642 in all. And from among the priests, the descendants of Hobaiah, the descendants of Hakuz, the descendants of Barzillai, who had married a daughter of Barzillai, the Gileadite, and was called by their name. These men searched for their family records, but they could not find them, and so were excluded from the priesthood as unclean. The governor ordered them not to eat the most holy things until there was a priest to consult the Urim and Thummim. The whole assembly numbered 42,360, in addition to their 7,337 men servants and maid servants, as well as their 245 male and female singers. They had 736 horses, 245 mules, 435 camels, and 6,720 donkeys. Some of the heads of the families contributed to the project. The governor gave to the treasury 1,000 derricks of gold, 50 bulls, and 530 priestly garments. And some of the heads of the families gave to the treasury for the project 20,000 derricks of gold and 2,200 minas of silver. The rest of the people gave a total of 20,000 derricks of gold, 2,000 minas of silver, and 67 priestly garments. So the priests, Levites, gatekeepers, singers, and temple servants, along with some of the people and the rest of the Israelites, settled in their own towns, and by the seventh month the Israelites had settled in their towns.